Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Even with all of our medical advancements, pregnancy can still go wrong. Yes, we've created better practices for both the mother and baby, but there's still a lot of uncertainty in the nine months before birth, particularly right after conception. Dr. Laura Friedenfels is a historian of health, reproduction, and parenting in America and says that many expectant mothers aren't told the realities of pregnancy. And though she's now a pro raising her two teenagers, Friedenfeld says she went into her first pregnancy completely naive. Part of what's crazy about that is that I was about to get a PhD doing research in women's health, and I had no idea. Friedenfeld told everyone immediately after she found out, from her friends and family to her dance teachers. She had no idea that up to 26% of all pregnancies end in miscarriage or that she would become part of that statistic. She just assumed that being pregnant meant she'd soon have a little baby in her arms. But I will say it was a blessing in disguise to have told people because then when I had the miscarriage, I also needed to tell people. And that was when I found out that about half of my friends had also had a miscarriage and I had no idea. So finding that out made me feel much more supported. And I wish that I had known it ahead of time, because if I had known, if we had all felt free to tell about our pregnancies and our miscarriages in a matter of fact way ahead of time, I would have gone into my pregnancy much more realistic about the chances. In 2020, Friedenfels published her book, The Myth of the Perfect Pregnancy, A History of Miscarriage in America. She argues that modern technology and marketing strategies have given us a false sense of safety and an unrealistic view of pregnancy. Historically, the process was believed to be unstable until around four months when they'd first feel the baby kick. That has shifted tremendously the way that we understand early pregnancy for many reasons, for scientific developments and medical developments in our understanding of embryology and fetal development, of course, but also in cultural understandings of parenting and of reproduction. The U.S. Census estimates that women in 1800 had an average of eight children, but there was an expectation that not all of them would survive. The 2022 Revision of World Population Prospects reports that nearly half of every 1,000 babies didn't make it to their fifth birthday during this time period. Some will become children, and some of those children we will lose. That's how people thought about things in colonial America. Now, we luckily can save most of our children, can count on them growing to adulthood, and we can control our reproduction with birth control. So we feel confident we can plan most of our pregnancies. And we then expect also that our pregnancies should go well and should develop 
into born children. Today, we have just seven deaths per 1,000 births, a dramatic difference that's the product of better technology and knowledge. But Friedenfeld says the sense of control we feel isn't realistic. No amount of planning can guarantee that once you become pregnant, you'll be able to stay pregnant. And I think that that message is not out there, partly because there's been shame and stigma for a very long time around miscarriage, but also I think because people feel so invested in their pregnancies, our healthcare providers are reluctant to be the bearers of this sort of bad news ahead of time saying, you know, don't count on it because we don't know if it's stable yet. Most of them feel like they'll just contribute to our worry. But unfortunately, that's made people feel like they ought to be able to make their pregnancies go well if they do everything right, when in fact, we don't have that much control. And we can end up feeling more sad and maybe guilty when we inevitably have miscarriages. Women in their 30s and 40s have up to a 35% chance of miscarriage, while women over age 45 have a 50% risk. A majority of all losses happen within the first five weeks before many women even know they're pregnant. If we knew about all of our pregnancies, all of our conceptions, we'd see that actually more than half of them don't grow to become born children. That actually the way human biology works, we lose more of our conceptions than we're actually able to sustain. This mindset can be difficult to put into practice, especially with all of the incredible tools we now have. Early detection pregnancy tests can give results as soon as six days before the first missed period. Smartphone apps can track our baby's growth, often showing visual comparisons of a grape or avocado. Friedenfels says this technology is extremely valuable, but we need to use it with a different outlook. If we look at an early pregnancy test, for example, they say on them that they're 99% accurate. And that's true if you're talking about being able to detect human chorionic gonadotrophin, which is the hormone that they detect. But they're not 99% accurate at telling you you're going to have a baby in nine months. So if you take it the first day that they say that you can take it, you have a 70% chance of having a baby in nine months. And I think that statistic would be really helpful to people so that they understand that this is a hormone test not a test of, I have a successful pregnancy. Friedenfeld says these early detection tools have contributed to this gradual shift in how society views pregnancy. Another aspect is that most American families aren't having eight or 10 kids anymore. 2022 U.S. Census report shows that the average number of biological children per family is 0.78. Friedenfell says a driving force behind this decline is that a drastically higher number of babies survive to live into adulthood, so we don't need to hedge our bets. Which is amazing, but it gives us this different kind of expectation of what the entire process should look like. And so, and we have better prenatal care. That began in the early 20th century. We have better birth care. Changes in medical care in general have made pregnancy in general safer for the mother so that instead of thinking primarily thinking, I hope I survive the birth, women can think about the pregnancy and the child that they're hoping for. By the 1950s, women were giving birth in hospitals and had access to antibiotics. All of a sudden, having a hemorrhage was no longer a death sentence. They were able to start focusing more on their baby. As the attention shifted, so did marketing campaigns. 
during the course of the 20th century, we saw this huge explosion of a market in baby goods. And this was, again, came out of a very fortunate thing, which was many more people had the money to spare to spend on their children, which we all enjoy very much. And I don't want to take that away from anyone. But the question is, when do we do that spending? And doing that spending earlier and earlier in pregnancy has actually then built up our expectations about this already being the child who we are preparing for. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't be excited about your pregnancy. However, Friedenfels advocates for a more gradual and realistic view of the early days until you reach the four-month mark. Having that come on board gradually is really very normal and fits our biology very well, as opposed to a pregnancy test, which is measuring a chemical that we can't see that gives us a certain kind of information that's actually more uncertain than what we think. Somehow we interpret it because it's a medical scientific test that it has this kind of certainty that it doesn't really have. That if we allowed ourselves to enter pregnancy gradually and let it become real gradually the way that it does in your physical experience of it, we'd be better in line with the biological reality of how long it takes for that pregnancy to be secure. And while there's never a 100% guarantee at any stage of pregnancy, the risk of a miscarriage drastically declines in the second and third trimesters. And if we see that all as a developmental process that takes some time and don't rush into the parts that we're not developmentally ready for, it might make the miscarriages that we have less distressing than they currently are for many people. If we could tell people that way, we could help each other know that this is not a sure thing yet. You know, don't send baby gifts. Don't tell me your name ideas. Just hang on and I'll update you. If we could share that gradual unfolding with people and they could understand, because if we all had a common understanding that this is a process and that thing, there's no security here till at least the end of the first trimester, if we all had that understanding, we could share, say, cross your fingers, hope with me that this is going to stick that then we could support each other without that pressure. You can find more information about Dr. Laura Friedenfelds and all of our guests on our website, radiohealthjournal.org. For more behind the scenes, follow Radio Health Journal on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our writer-producer is Kristen Farah. Our production manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Nancy Benson. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal... States that have banned race-conscious admissions have seen the number of minority medical students plummet. Will the Supreme Court's decision to ban affirmative action result in fewer minority doctors? Then what to do when wildfire smoke pollutes the air in your area? Outdoor air quality can affect indoor air quality. And it's really important when the air quality is bad outside that you're not adding even more particles inside your home. All that and more on Radio Health Journal. I'm Elizabeth Westfield, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints. You can make so much money being an influencer, but not only that, you are able to have freedom in a way that is really tantalizing to so many people. Two out of every three humans on earth are on social media. We dive into the business behind influencing. Then, 
I feel like I have too much to give. I have a whole life ahead of me, and I don't want to leave my legacy to be that of a drug trafficker. Why Chicago's biggest drug trafficker is teaching police all of his secrets. I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in-depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. And that's Radio Health Journal for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more. And check Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify for a library of past programs. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and information about our guests at RadioHealthJournal.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Radio Health Journal.